Hello, welcome to the Cake Chronicles. I'm so excited to chat about advice for life's biggest curveballs. Let's jump in. Hi, and welcome back to the Cake Chronicles. I'm so excited that you're back for episode two. Today isn't going to be a feel-good episode. It's it's going to be honest and raw. I had a really tough mental health week last week. I didn't really say much to anyone, which I usually don't when I'm having a tough off week, um, which led me to want to add this podcast into the schedule because mental health is so important and we're coming up on the end of mental health awareness month anyways so I figured I might as well talk about my experience with mental health kind of be vulnerable for you guys and just help you realize that what you're going through you're not going through alone so I know that most of us during all of this weird quarantine stay at home covid stuff we're not thriving right now i have many conversations with my friends about just how sometimes my body just goes into survival mode because i don't like being home i love being out and seeing my friends and doing things and going to work and being busy i thrive in that busy season the most but i think that this quarantine and stay-at-home order and all this stuff has made me realize how crucial me taking time to heal from my past and deal with all of the things that I'm dealing with face forward is important to me. So I think that when I'm looking at my mental health and this past week and how I just really struggled alone, I felt that I have some growing to do. And I found that maybe if I'm more honest about what I'm going through, it won't last as long. I was really sad that I had a bad week instead of just a bad day. Uh, It's been a while since I've had a full bad week and I've just kept it to myself. So... I think even if you don't struggle with mental health, like if you're listening to this and you're like, Kate, I, I don't struggle with mental health. Like it, it's not something that, you know, affects my everyday life. I think we all have bad days or bad weeks. And like we get in the slew of feeling sorry for ourselves or we make a bad day, a bad three days because we're frustrated with whatever's going on. And I'm extremely frustrated with my life just looking different. So I think for me, I just kind of got caught up in my past mistakes and what my life currently looks like to what I'm comparing to others. So I will kind of give you a background of what my personal struggle has been this last week and like what I'm struggling with. And then maybe you can relate to it or maybe you don't. And you can just use this as a tool to talk to some of your friends who struggle with depression and anxiety. So I have a history with depression and anxiety. I've been diagnosed with both. Uh, My depression has gotten so much better in the last two years. But four years ago, you look at where I was. I was failing out of college. I hated myself. I hated my life. I went to work and I came home and I went to bed and like I saw my friends on occasion, but I didn't have 
a ton of really solid friends. Um, I have some friends from that period of time and they've been amazing and they've walked through this journey with me since day one. But I really just wasn't sure where I was going. I didn't, I didn't like myself either. So like, how are you supposed to figure out what you're supposed to do with the rest of your life if you don't like yourself? Uh, so my self-love was at an all-time low. I had recently probably started to gain some of my weight back from when I lost 55 pounds in high school, and that was one of my biggest achievements and something I was so proud of. I had just got out of a super toxic relationship uh, that broke me down pretty good. So I think now that I think about it, I'm still dealing with some of the decisions that I made back then. I'm a little behind in school. In my mind, I think I should be done. Um, my mental health still affects my daily life here in my current life. And that is so frustrating to me. Like, I just want it to be over. But I know as someone who's studying to be a mental health professional that that's just not going to happen. And so I think for me where I struggled this week the most was I felt stuck. I'm kind of stuck at home. I can't go back to work. I'm still in school. I see all of these people who are graduated, have their big, you know, big girl jobs, big boy jobs, and like they're out being super successful. Now my success currently looks different. Like I just launched a podcast. I'm working on a book. I'm in grad school. All of these things I know but my depression and anxiety tell me that I'm not good enough. So I spent an entire five days thinking I wasn't good enough and thinking that my success didn't matter. And so I think a lot of times what people who are like recovering from depression and anxiety and like people who are in the midst of dealing with it, sometimes we tend to show you the good side or the easy side, not that there's ever an easy point of this but like we show you the bright and bubbly side but there are dark days and like someone who's been dealing with depression and anxiety her whole life basically but really working on it for the last seven years seven years later of going to counseling and knowing how to cope with it I still have bad weeks and I got really frustrated this week with the thought that like I'm still having bad weeks like why like can't you just get better but I figured out on Sunday, um, I really needed to give myself a break. That like, I have gone through this whole stay at home order and I've had anxiety about it and I've had bad days, but I've done really well. And I think we all need to give ourselves a pat on the back for the things that you're doing well. And that's, that's hard to do, especially with someone with depression or anxiety. Like, we can always be doing better. That's how I'm always thinking. I can always be doing better. I can always be doing the next thing. Like, okay, I launched a podcast. Now I want it to be super successful in the first week. That's not always going to happen. And so this week, I just like wasn't giving myself the grace that I deserve. Like you have done so many things to make your life better. I've overcome three suicide attempts to be completely vulnerable and I'm alive at 25. I never thought I'd be alive at 25. Like, I didn't think I'd get past 21. And so depression and anxiety isn't pretty. It isn't fun. Your friends or you walking through it, it is not always going to be butterflies and rainbows. To be honest, the beginning isn't going to feel like any of that. But you get to better days. Like, the last two years, I've had way more good days than bad days, way more good weeks than bad weeks. 
But I think in those moments of like feeling sorry for yourself or, you know, just like feeling those feels of like, I'm sad and I'm not feeling great about where my life is or I'm frustrated because I'm dealing with decisions I made four years ago and I'm mad at myself. And so I let that spiral for the last week and I let myself kind of sulk in those moments of like, you're not doing good. Like my anxiety talks really negative self-talk to me and it shows me or tells me that I don't deserve good things or my success isn't enough and that my depression will always control my life. So I think that not fluffing things for you guys and just being like, I had one of the worst weeks I've had in a long time of just feeling sad. I got out of it and I feel much better, like feel so much more focused, feel so much more myself. This to say, looking back on the last week, I can learn a lot from what happened. Uh, I am not only going through a weird time in my life. I'm 25. I'm still in school. I feel like I'm behind, but I'm not. I'm the biggest person on social media to preach that there is no timeline. So taking my own advice here would be great, but that's a little easier said than done. So when you're going through those tough times, my biggest advice, and like honestly I had to learn it this week, was you have to reach out to your people. Being honest with them about what's going on is hard in that moment. Uh, It took me a lot to open up about what was going on this week in my head and like those negative self-talks. And I think I always feel like I'm taking 10 steps back, but bad days aren't 10 steps back. They are things you can learn from. Bad weeks are things you can learn from. They're going to happen. And I think... I've been on such a high of like, life is good, I'm doing well, my anxiety's getting better, my depression hasn't really creeped into my life in a while. And so when I found that it was creeping into my life again, I was like, here we go, I'm starting over, I'm starting from ground zero. But you're not starting from ground zero. Like if you've done any sort of work on your mental health, and even if you haven't, you aren't ever starting at ground zero. Like you're not at rock bottom. You are just going to have to ride the wave for a minute and, you know, let yourself feel those moments, let yourself be upset, but growing from bad days is the most important. Having bad days isn't going to stop. Like depression and anxiety and mental health is something that you could most likely struggle with for the rest of your life, but knowing how to cope is a good thing. So my coping skills were not used this past week, but On Sunday, I finally broke down and shared about what was going on and got vulnerable and I felt so much better. Like immediately I was like, oh, I'm not carrying this burden alone. So I think remembering that you're not carrying whatever burden you're going through, even if it's not mental health, if it's just you're struggling with life, like you don't have to struggle with mental health to struggle and have bad days, but struggling alone is so much harder than struggling with your people. So like reach out to someone or like tell someone like I'm having a bad day but I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to discuss it. I just need you to know that I'm having a bad day so that tomorrow I can have a good day and it doesn't have to lead to a bad week. Or like my favorite thing is I treat myself whenever I'm having a bad day, which like all the health people probably would cringe when I say that. But like my favorite thing is to go get Froyo or like go get ice cream or sometimes I take a walk. Sometimes it's harder to convince myself to take a walk on my bad days. But 
I just find things that work for me. So you just got to find things that work for you, whether it is a bad depression day and you need to reach out to someone just to come sit with you, or if you're having really bad anxiety, uh, drinking a big glass of water and going for a walk or calling a friend and telling them like, hey, I'm not feeling the greatest today. This is what's going on in my life or I don't really want to talk about it. Can we just like sit and hang out? Like I just need another person in the room with me. But I think the hardest part for all of us is to be honest about it. So like no one wants to have a bad day. I don't want to have a bad day. I don't want to have a bad mental health day, that's for sure. But any way you look at it, vulnerability is going to be your best tactic to making those go away a little faster or feeling just a little more supported in those moments. I think that starting, obviously I love lists and journals, so starting a list of things that make you happy or things that help on those bad days, if that means calling a friend, if that means going to see a friend, if that means exercising, if that means treating yourself, if that means shutting the social media world out, I don't know how anyone does this because I really struggle. I love social media. So like I'm on a decent amount, but like if you need to shut social media off and just be alone, that's also totally fine. Um, I think just explaining to you, maybe someone close to you that this is what I'm going through and like they can just keep you accountable for getting out of those bad days or the bad weeks. But also like the point of this all is to tell you that like bad days aren't detrimental to your success they're going to happen and you can create a better understanding of yourself from them so no one wants to have them but like how cool is it that you can learn from those bad days how to combat so maybe that you have less or maybe they're not a bad day it's just a bad half day um I think that's all part of growing is just really realizing that you are capable of so much more than you realize. And I wish I could tell myself this like all the time. I wish I could convince myself that I was as capable as I love to convince my friends. So I'm here to tell you, and this is going to be my final thought for this podcast, is that you are so capable of so many good things. Whoever is listening to this, I don't care where you are in life. I don't care how far behind you feel. Um, as someone who's 25, failed out of college, is in grad school now, finally chasing her dreams, I think that you need to realize that like whatever you want to do is possible. It's scary and it feels funky, but it's possible. So just always remember how capable you are and that bad days don't mean you're going back to square one. They might feel like it in the moment, but the next day when you've learned something new about yourself or you know you use it as a tool to grow, it can only be a good and positive thing. So I'm going to leave you with that thought that, listeners, you are so capable. Go out this week and do something that makes you happy or makes you feel empowered or you know, write down and share on social media a goal that you've achieved recently or create a new goal so that you, you can have that. Um, but I'm going to leave you with the thought that you are capable. So thank you so much for tuning in and I can't wait for next week and this next month of podcasts are full of good advice and just being vulnerable and raw for y'all. So thank you so much for tuning in. We will 
See you next week. This podcast is supported by my people who also have their own talents and have done so many good things. So my friend Kyle has a craft business that he has on Facebook and Etsy. Um, If you want to follow him on Facebook, it's called Kai the Craft Guy, and he is amazing. Go give his Facebook a follow and use his business for all of your craft needs and your creative projects. Uh, Again, his Facebook is Kai the Craft Guy, and you can see all of his samples and things that he's selling on there. So thanks, guys. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. If you loved it, please share with your friends or let me know on Instagram. Can't wait to share more with you. But that's all for now.